Hi, I'm Leola. I'm a sacred intimacy mentor and muse and the host of this podcast. Talk Tantra to Me introduces a playful perspective on sacred sexuality. My intention in this podcast is to integrate intimacy and spirituality, empowering you to reclaim your eroticism. It is my mission to inspire you to let go of shame, fear, and limiting beliefs to be present as your highest self in every moment. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now, let's talk Tantra. honor to be holding space for this divine knowledge to make its way into your ears and lifestyle. So today I'm going to be introducing a new concept that I identify with, which is bisensuality. And just a broad disclaimer here, I am not an expert on, you know, the non-binary LGBTQ plus world. I am speaking from my personal experiences, my personal preferences and desires. I'm also speaking as, you know, a cis heterosexual woman born and raised with, um, you know, very polarizing and judgmental views on anything but this narrative. And I have since, you know, evolved and grown to, um, you know, find my own uh, way of viewing the world, my own perspective, which is, you know, incredibly inclusive and in celebration of each individual in their desires and in their preferences and in their identity as well. So if you're listening to this, regardless of where you fall on that spectrum, please know that I celebrate you and I welcome you. I welcome your voice. I'm excited to have you here. And I'm also excited to share some of my preferences and desires and interests as they have evolved over time as I've, you know, worked to address the conditioning that I was born with. So how did I come across this concept of bisensuality? So a couple months ago, I took part uh, in an ISTA training. ISTA is the International School of Temple Arts. And at this particular training, there was an opportunity for us to go around in a circle and share our intentions. And one woman who is just a gorgeous soul and so stunning you know, it was my first time really hearing her speak, had voiced that one of her intentions was to determine or to create space to find out how much of her heterosexuality was inherited or conditioned versus how much of that heterosexuality was authentically her. So essentially, she in my, you know, perspective of this was giving herself permission to explore the possibility of being with individuals of other, you know, gender identities, particularly women, which she may not have, you know, explored previously. And I loved the way that she had phrased that. Uh, And again, I'm saying this from memory, so she might not have even said it exactly as this. But 
you know, how much of my heterosexuality is inherited or conditioned and how much is authentically me? Is there a part of me that is more open to, you know, different um, genders and uh, sexualities that I'm just not even aware of because it's so buried in my subconscious or my unconscious and there's so much conditioning operating here. I grew up in an environment where it was a sin to, you know, um, interact with, uh, sensually or sexually interact with members of the same sex. Uh, very religious environment, very conservative environment. I remember there being, you know, rumors of my older sister and our neighbor being naked, skinny dipping at the creek, and what are they doing down there, you know, and they're kids, right? Like playing in the water naked, like what's the problem, right? But at the time, I remember feeling the taboo, feeling the energy of the people around me that had so much judgment and fear. And that's not something that just like falls away, right? So I wanted to really give myself permission to explore the potential of me being, you know, into women or bisexual or pansexual or, you know, whatever it is. So, hmm, this was probably the first time in my life that I gave myself full permission to explore this. I mean, I remember even as early as a couple years ago being like, I'm okay with being gay or being into women, but also, oh my God, like that's going to be like such a burden at the same time because of the way that our society still often, you know, treats people of that, you know, um, identity. And there was like, yeah, just like, I was okay with it being my reality, but there was still so much fear around, well, what if it is? And I feel like for the first time in my life, it was like, I've done enough work that um, it was something that I knew that I could celebrate instead of be afraid of. So this, um, this invitation came at the perfect time for me. And there were many moments leading up to this experience, you know, in my college years, in my early 20s, even before, maybe even in high school where I recognized like, I love women. Women are beautiful creatures. I want to touch women. They're so incredible. And like, I want to celebrate them and I want to honor them. And feeling that with my closest like girlfriends and feeling that with, you know, women that I would meet that were newly coming into my life. Right. And so I really thought that there must be a part of me that had some level of, um, attraction to women at the very least. And, uh, you know, going through that experience, like definitely triggered moments of fear within me where I was like, Oh my God, how do I like approach this when Like, I think like I would love to like be sensual with my best friend or like not even knowing what I wanted to do, but just feeling like life force move in my body, feeling this energy of being turned on when I was in the presence of women, which now I know that this energy of being turned on, like 
money turns me on, delicious food turns me on, you know, waking up in a comfortable bed turns me on. I've just given myself permission to move this energy into all parts of my life. And that doesn't mean that it's inherently erotic or sexual. It just means I'm present and alive for the world. And back then, you know, five, 10 years ago, I was judging that energy as being something wrong or erotically projecting onto someone when that wasn't actually the case at all. So at this training, I adopt I adopt this woman's intention along with the other intentions that I had. How much of my heterosexuality is inherited or conditioned? So I gave myself permission to explore interacting with women. And this has been a journey really... Um, especially over the last six months. Uh, but it kind of really became more conscious about um, three or four months ago. And, you know, more actively engaging with that since then and have purposely put myself in containers where it was safe for me to explore my attraction to women and to explore the potential, you know, sensual, sexual, and erotic engagement with women. And I loved it. (laughs) It was incredible to be in a pile of women, like touching each other softly, beautifully with that more nurturing, loving, patient, soft yin energy that is inherently feminine. And what I came to realize in this And I also gave myself permission to explore more sexual touch, more erotic touch, you know, giving and receiving, you know, um, genital stimulation, penetration, you know, from and uh, for women. And I saw the healing that was available in those circumstances as well. I saw the pleasure. I saw the activation that was possible when women interact with women, you know, sensually, sexually, penetratively, erotically, etc. And I allowed myself to see where do I fall in terms of um, how I'm willing to show up, how I'm able to show up, and where do I desire? Where does that uh, turn on become a deeper level of like um, engagement and a deeper level of exchange, of exchange of energy, of um, completion and penetration that is, um, it's so, you know, uh, difficult to sometimes put these things into words because I really don't believe that there are words for all of these ways of interacting because our society and our understanding of our sexuality and our life force energy is so baby and it's so energetic and it's so like feeling oriented that I find myself even in these moments where I've like really journaled on this and thought about these things, now I'm, I'm recognizing even deeper levels of how do I put this into words, right? So what I recognize within myself and what I felt, feel that I identify with the closest is this uh, feeling of being bisexual. I don't, I don't necessarily um, feel that I am bisexual, but I am bisexual. So sensuality to me as well denotes this sense 
of fluidity. And I tried to like go deeper into the idea of bisexuality by, you know, engaging my typical research oriented, read all the things about this on the interweb. And because that's, first of all, really works for me. And also I do believe that there's an element of conditioning that we want to understand and label things and research it. Um, but interestingly, there's not a lot on the internet about bisexuality. And what I did find to me was very broad. And I kind of love that. And I kind of want more clarity. And I think that the beautiful thing is that we're moving into a time where we get to really like pick and choose and decide for ourselves what works for us. We get to be our own teachers. We get to be our own gurus. We get to align with our highest truth and invoke intention to um, take the course of action that we desire. And so in that way, these labels and our language is naturally becoming less and less relevant and more and more triggering for people at the same time. So all the same, I'll share what I found on the internet. So there's an organization called GLAAD, G-L-A-A-D, um, which I don't have much familiar with familiarity with. Uh, GLAAD says that they rewrite the script for LGBTQ acceptance. They are a media force that works to shape the narrative and um, create dialogue that leads to change, that leads to evolution of how we are viewing portraying and perceiving people that identify as a part of this spectrum of LGBTQ. So they say that bisexuality is experiencing attraction to more than one gender and a thousand percent. I totally identify with that. I have a deep attraction to all kinds of individuals, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I want to touch them. It doesn't necessarily mean that I want to engage with them physically, sexually, or otherwise, um, but I really feel that attraction. So super broad, what does attraction even mean, right? And to me, it's like a magnetic pull and I feel my arrows coming alive. And I felt attraction towards um, grandmas. I felt attraction towards babies, you know? So it's not necessarily to me, like this definition to me is almost a little bit too broad because I feel with, you know, individuals that I would never, you know, I shouldn't say never, at least with children, I would never sexually engage with, but the grandma, you know, (laughs) I'll leave space for that one as long as everyone's consenting. But the point is that, um, I feel the energy of my life force turning on and that's beautiful. So how do we take it deeper with, bisexuality. Uh, Urban Dictionary, which, you know, I feel like my generation loves. If you're not familiar, Urban Dictionary is an online uh, dictionary that essentially uses like colloquialisms and um, different like slang words or otherwise. And they, like, define them. Like, it's words that you wouldn't find, like, a regular dictionary. Like, bisensuality or, like, golden showers or, um, 
what else would be on Urban Dictionary? Hmm. So many funny things, right? Um, I think you get sort of the idea. So I looked up bisexuality on Urban Dictionary, and it says a person of any sexual orientation who enjoys non-sexual body contact, for example, massaging or cuddling with members of both sexes. And I feel like that was more clear on the bisexuality. It goes beyond the attraction. It's also non-sexual body contact, massaging, cuddling. And I feel that like with women, I, and this is where the bisexuality comes in as a woman who identifies primarily as heterosexual, I allow the space for bisexuality because I love being around naked women. I love honoring their bodies. I adore them. I vilify them. I want to touch them. And I want them to touch me, but I don't necessarily want to get into a romantic relationship with them. And I don't really want to fuck them either. Like I feel that the genital touch that I would incorporate in, in, in engaging with women is more of like a healing and an honoring and like as if I am like anointing the altar that is their soul embodied. And that's what I do in my, you know, tantric bodywork practice when I do work with women. Um, and as well, when I'm engaging with women in settings outside of my practice, meaning places like temple nights or sex parties or whatever it is, threesomes, you know, um, that's how I feel that I engage with women. I engage with that energy. It's not with the desire to like fuck them like I want to fuck a man. Like I want to be penetrated and like taken and like overcome with this, uh, it's different for women. It's more, um, separate and like honoring. Um, let's see if there's anything else to go into on that piece. And yeah, I don't, I've realized that I don't really want to have a romantic relationship with women. I enjoy the physical embodied polarity that is offered in meeting a man in a romantic relationship, a man that identifies as heterosexual as well, um, or as some, you know, variation of such. Uh, and I give myself permission to be in that and to also create space for fluidity and also for change. That's the really beautiful thing about this world and this work is that we get to evolve over time. And that's such a gift. And I feel that society, uh, really encourages individuals, uh, to pick something and stick with it. Like, I felt like if I were to, I feel like part of my fear around allowing myself to explore bisexuality or being a lesbian was this fear of like, if I choose that, then okay, I'm, I'm in that pigeonhole and I'm stuck there. And I don't identify with that at all. I feel really grateful to be in a space of empowerment where I allow myself to evolve and to change and to adapt based on continuously getting more in alignment with my highest self and my highest truth and then intentionally choosing the relating style and um, 
I don't even think you really choose necessarily your sexual orientation or your gender identity, but I feel like there's ways that we unpeel the layers of the conditioning and get more in alignment with what is that truth. And also our DNA is upgrading, which may create space for things to unfold as well in that we find ourselves drawn to a certain type of individual or group of individuals or whatever. So... Hi, I'm Leola, and I'm bisexual. (laughs) So I'm in deep celebration of this and also giving myself permission to continuously um, unfold and to celebrate and to explore and to see if there is space for me to further um, identify if there are any elements of my sexual preferences or desires or identity that is more conditioning and inherited rather than truly authentic to myself. And I offer you the same invitation as the listener to give yourself space to explore and open up and to connect with yourself in this way. So I believe that brings us to a close for today. I want to thank you so much for listening. Thank you for opening yourself up to the idea of sacred sexuality. If this podcast resonates with you, I'd love to hear it in the reviews. It means the world to me to hear your perspective. And your reviews also help this podcast become a bit more relevant in search results, which means that more people are able to benefit from the wisdom of spiritual intimacy. And if you'd like to take an even more proactive role in awakening the collective to sacred sexuality, I'd love it if you screenshotted this podcast and shared it on your social media. And if you do so, please tag me so that I can thank you personally. With so much gratitude and love, have a sexy and spiritual day, and I'll catch you next week on Talk Tantra to Me. Ta-ta!